0: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the WNL Show. Aaron Clarke here once again and coming up over the next 45 minutes or so, I'll be joined by Kilkenny and I manager Casey McQuillan who will discuss the side's 1-0 victory against Galway. Kilkenny's first league victory since entering the Women's National League. The former Shelburne and Rohini boss will talk about his long-term goals for the South East side as well as the importance of building on last Sunday's victory. Also joining me on the programme is Piedmont United's Megan Lynch who will discuss Piedmont's excellent start to the season as well as the confidence her side gained from the 2016 short season where they finished third place and were in league contention up until the second last night. The midfielder will also discuss playing sports with diabetes and leaving Shelbourne for Mount United last season. I'm delighted to be joined by Kilkenny United manager Casey McQuillan. Casey welcome to the programme. Thanks very much. It's been a big couple of weeks for yourself. The 20th of June. A surprise announcement to say the least by a lot of people. They didn't see the move coming. What a great appointment for Kilkenny United when they announced it as manager. What What was your yeah, reasons behind taking it? A, it was a challenge. I talked to Shane down there, you know, I've seen there a couple of times. And I just thought they needed somebody
1: to believe in them and somebody to point them in the right direction. And, and they wouldn't, we'd improve, you know. So it was a challenge more so than that.
0: else, you know? okay, it, was, it was a very big challenge if you consider that a couple of weeks before they were unable to feel the game against Galway. Was that ever a concern for you?
1: Yeah, it's a concern, but that makes the challenge, you know, the more, the more attractive, you know. it's There's no point in going into things that are already perfect, because then you just keep the wheels going, and, you know. There's a job to be going in Kilkenny, and, and that's the challenge, in it? The lines don't
0: reflect the players that are down there. Um, they're good, honest players, they give it 110%, but they were kind of, they were getting a big scoreline, so, you know, it's hard week in, week out to keep them attractive if you're on the end of them, so. I don't think the, the media headlines in some occasions, especially if you look for the Galway game that wasn't played, the Shelbourne game, the P.M.L. game, that's things like that can turn players off very easily as well, can't they? Yeah, they can. You know what? Players
1: have to remember when you give a commitment to sign for a club, they should be there for a club. You know, it's, it's not we're we'll signed to you and we we'll give you a commitment when things are gone well. You've also got to give the commitment when it's gone bad. And I think what happened in Kilkenny was a few of them stopped giving the commitment. You know, that they shouldn't be giving. Um, and therefore the ones that were giving the commitment were less carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders, you know, so um, hopefully we have done that corner now and get our numbers sorted out. If we have our numbers sorted out, well then, we can do something, you
0: know. Is that one of the hardest things, though, attracting players down to the South East? Yeah,
1: like, it's, the South East has good players, you know, there's Uncle Kenny over in Westford squad, and there's Uncle Kenny in other squads, so, you know, you need to attract players to the South East when there's better
0: would help into a product for in the area and them up that way. Does the fact that they also have like an underage structure, they're trying to put the structures in place, not just at senior level, at the underage, does that help as well? Is it, is it good though that like we've seen yesterday Kilkenny are getting the, the they're getting the media and the, the presence all over social media for the right reasons and something that's justly deserved yeah well you know the media the media was, they were topical last time and if Kilkenny are getting beat every week well then that's the story you know um, as you say yesterday is a good news story for Kilkenny but we have
2: to ensure another
1: 43 games we get probably another one of them but all the good publicity we got yesterday, the facts still remain. We won win in And it's going to take us a while to balance them up into equal tribes. You know, you uh, can get better, you, you know, you're talking two years, three years down the line. But media will do with the media always does.
0: Whatever topical that's at the moment, they'll print. If you look at Cork City Women as a, as a prime example, they went through something similar. And look where they've come to now it really gives the Kilkenny players who have stuck at the project something to aspire for. Yeah, 100%. Corkman um, Club the last couple of years and,
2: and they were in a similar situation to us, you know, and they got good people
1: involved in the coaching side and in the background, and they got their structures. So to me, everything is about structures. If you set up the club right, well, then the players will perform accordingly, you know, and will attract the right type of player as well are in the process of doing that at the moment they've been planned over the next couple of years so hopefully we can follow the same path experiment and overtake them while
0: we're on that road players like Kerry Delaney who would have been there from the start they really got their just reward yesterday for a fantastic result that's to say at least a 1-0 victory against Galway uh, I, I, I know what they're trying to say but I disagree with Ireland I you know they haven't got their
1: just reward who win is not not you know, just about the amount of work and effort and the the skill set some of them players have. You know, it's a it's a taste, it's a sampler of, of what they should be getting, but you know, one win doesn't do one. It'll be forgot about next week. There'll be a new starting next week and it'll be forgot about. So we we need to ensure that we get another couple
0: of wins and another couple of points on the board before the end of the season and then build from that. How important is it that you keep the players down to earth that it's one win and that's it? at the moment, um, they wait themselves long to let them enjoy it. You know, but we do have to look
1: at our next game and our next game after that and things like so it's a bit of a balance tonight. Um, I would have been I'd be critical of myself sometimes that I keep players try to keep players' on the ground too much, you know, and I forget that they're amateur players and they try to be professional but every so often they have to let their head down and enjoy it and they worked hard to get that result. Yes, go and enjoy it and then tomorrow night we'll try and switch them back on.
0: What have you seen as being the biggest improvement, though, since your time with the Kenny from the players? Um,
1: just the belief. You know, they're not bad it, it's just the belief in them. We set, we set up a, a tactical shape, you know about us, where we concede see ground on the pitch, we make it hard for them to get through us, and then we we'll hope to get something at the other end. And if they are going to go on stats yesterday, like, we had one shot on target yesterday. We had a few shots, but we only had one shot on target and we scored, so... You know, God we had a few shots
0: on turn it. Didn't overwhelm us, but you know, if you're gonna go on stats, they should have won again. We've set ourselves up that way, so we'd we'll have to take our prime objective now is not that we couldn't see even goals. Everything we get after that is a bonus. Like you look at even the Wexford game, it was two it was nil all up until about the seventy odd minute. That's another prime example of a top team that you denied them a lot of opportunity with good defending. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing if the girls that I say, go back to belief the girls that believe in each other they know their jobs you know they know where they're meant to be or where the ball is meant to be they know the position in relation to that and that that applying themselves very well you know all the credits with them because there's only so much you can do in two weeks so it was all in their head anyway and they're really they're believing in each other and it doesn't matter what player goes into what position they know their job and they cover each other as best can, and it's working you know we're improving we're a long, long way from where we want to be, but the girls can see we're going somewhere, and that gives them the belief to, to keep working hard.
0: So, you know, we're going to get a setback, I think, along the way. Of course we are. We'll probably get more setbacks than we get hired, but we'll deal with them. It's fair to say that last season they would have made huge strides, and then maybe, as you spoke about earlier, the commitment from some people wasn't there, that they possibly didn't kick on as much from that. But now it's important that they don't let rest in their laurels, isn't it?
1: You can enjoy the day, but the day is over now. We're on a new day, you know, and you've got to kick on. You've got to kick on, and the players there are good enough. You know, you know, Beth Carroll, you know, some played well, Sylvia G has been there, seen that, and and she's helping the girls through, and the, the centre of the park was in Manchester, but I walk right, you know, and the boy left all the team, Ryan and got, I'll a whole lot, you know, it's, you know, they're not going to settle from what I know of them they're not going to settle for one result and that justifies everything we've done it doesn't justify you it just means that you've had the capabilities all along um, and you made to plug them now every week instead of just here and there and the captain has a big job in making sure all players get the commitment levels stuff that are required to keep the going in that direction the connection. you can really see that mentality at the, the next setback you know the, and there will be a setback and we'll see how the girls react to that so let see. I'll help them along the way, but I'm, I, can't believe in them. I, I think they'll handle it well. they in a different mindset now, you know. They, they can see things differently and they can see light at the end. And am are looking three years, four years down the line, but they can see something coming in them three or four years, you
0: know. So this project for you was never just a short-term project? No, well, any project that go in, I think long-term. You know, whether you end up saying short-term or long-term is irrelevant. You've got to think long-term and you've got to employ
1: yourself long-term. Um, and that should make it easier for the next person that comes in to carry on what you've done if they so wish you know but I think any manager that goes in with short term goals shouldn't be
0: in the game. simple as like with your connections that you've made over the years with the likes of the MGL your Rahinis your Shelburne's do you think maybe you would be able to tap into some of them projects as well to give you more op- op- opportunities with players as well not my focus at the moment to say like, my focus at the moment is to build a team in the South East not to bring players down for a couple of
1: months so they can get experience, so they can go on to what they perceive as the best project. I want players that believe in the project more than they can And if that means we have to settle for a player with a lesser skill set, well, I prefer the player with a lesser skill set and a stronger mentality and that believes in the project and sticks with it than the one with that and about bad
0: attitude. Like, it's fair to say the, the Dublin option, for example, would be the easy way out, wouldn't it? Just to fill your team with players from Dublin. That's um, Nadine Ryan goes back to America this month. Develop it and we'll, we'll push on, and you might get more opportunities with us than you would but sitting on benches with other things. I, and, but they've got to believe in the project first. I read something quite interesting that you said to the FAI, it was I think it was today, it was but how that teams normally wouldn't possibly have come down and scouted Kilkenny. Where you're hopeful now that they will start to do this because it shows the respect that the Kenny deserve. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. I'm
1: hoping they do, but then I'm hoping they don't. As a manager, I want to get results. You know, um, every manager want to win. You know, I think it's a matter of respect when you go down and give the opposition the respect you should give them and analyse them. I, I would have been guilty of myself when I was managing Shelbourne and he watch watched Kilkenny as a byproduct of wanting to watch the other team. So if anyone playing Westford, I'd go to watch Westford and I'd take a little note on but I wouldn't go to see Kilkenny specifically. Um, I think if you're playing Kilkenny in their next game now, people should sit up because what are waiting you know to take advantage of every little slip up the team makes against us so you know we need every advantage we yeah, get so please don't come down and analyze us but I think we will you know because they'll set up they'll set the the last couple of weeks and they'll say we need to we need to get these checked out you know
0: another home game the weekend for you against Cork it'll be another tough game but it'll be a game that you're saying so should be extremely competitive in hopefully okay. you know I'd say you know our
1: attacking side of the game is nowhere near what we want it to be Cork have improved the last couple of years. It's a tough test for us. You know. um, Galway was always going to be a tough test for us. It was a match that set out before the game for the girls and um, hoping to get results. They bypassed them and set out the same marker. You know, results in the first couple of weeks. I said nothing nope, important. Trying to get clean sheets is the important thing. You know, and if we get clean sheets, then we're automatically getting the draw it. So that's our aims going into games. And we're not going to change that just because we got results against Galway. We have to be realistic. You know, we know where our capabilities are. We know at the moment what, what, what we're at and we'll walk on other stuff in the training pitch, but we
2: want to play it into a match until too. But confident we can open up
1: spaces and co- when we open up
0: space behind us that we can cover them. Do you think you'll get the local crowd out to start watching games now because Kilkenny, I know they're competing with other sports like Camogie, especially for ladies and, and hurling. Do you think you'll start to get people out to watch your games on a regular basis as well? Yeah, well,
1: protection a, a great sporting in tradition. It? You know, of producing players at... at the high level for sports, you know, we want to find that and get a piece of that party, you know, As you, say, you only have to look at the hall and, and the Komode down there, it's the top, top sports that attract a lot of people, it's going to be difficult to break that, but we're not looking to break it, we're, walking to, we're looking to walk with it, you know what I mean, and not every player is going to make it at top level in commode. Um and we can give some of them the option to make it a top level in soccer because most elite sports people are capable of playing a, a few different sports and being
0: one thing I've noticed though from off the field in Kilkenny is I think your man's name is Keto too seems to be like doing quite a lot of match day posters that some clubs don't do like things like that just to promote the club From, from Kilkenny for a minute you had quite a, quite an, uh, a good good year with Shelbourne with the, with the director of football role they were involved in the Bob Doherty Cup it's quite a prestigious opportunity for a, a club i to be asked to play in international tournament. yeah it was a great opportunity for myself and Shelbourne to be represented in that You know,
1: um, we found the occasion we learned a lot from the occasion for players and Shelbourne itself at the set set to the, the show is where they want to be you know they want to be in the league club at one place up, um, they want to be competing with the players, you know, and, and in fairness, the girls them in the year and a year the, and they competed well in it, you know, but to me that just about the act to for the people in Shell, they, they want to push that, that side of the club on much further over the next couple of years. They have exciting plans as well, like, the numbers have went up in the junior section as well, you know, people were writing in Shell going off on the right section with this disarray, you know. It's fair from the field when you're involved in it. There's a lot of players there. There's players looking to come all the time. You know, it's, there's quality coming through. You know, but listen, we need Martin one to bring women football on in this country. We need that, that the realm, We need it in Cork. We need it in Galway. We need it in Trichene, You know, ultimately the national team will benefit if we get get it spread out around the country. You know, they should be looking it's not not in ones What do they should be looking to Cherbon? What we should be looking to. You know, similar to it. That's my view from being involved, you know. Running football needs to be pushed on by the people at grassroots level. Um, the people at the top level can claim responsibility for it in five or ten years' time, but
0: there'll the people at grassroots level that, that want to be, get us to the level we want to be at. Did the role you were working with Shelbourne at the underage structure, did that whet the appetite for yourself to maybe come back into the National League? Because it was very interesting, though. with Kenny, as I said, it was nobody expected you to be appointed. Like we all thinking when they said a manager coming, well, maybe it was someone local who was going to step up. But then everybody was just the, the congratulations. There, everybody realised that they've actually got someone who's willing to commit and do a project. Like we even seen some of your ex players from Raheny and and the likes of Megan Lynch, Noel Murray, Kiva King. They all wished out to congratulate you. Like you have a big presence within the footballing community of Ireland. So it must be pleasing that. Things like that that you you're being recognised for your good work and now you have an opportunity to show why you are one of the top managers in the league. I wouldn't say one of the top managers, but I'd say is um I like to think I've
1: built a with some players over the years, I'd fell like out with other ones that's parcel uh, of the game, you know, I say football is football, you don't see you don't have the same opinion as everybody else. But to me, the people that congratulated me were really surprised because they know me, you know, and they know they know I like a challenge rather than just pawning up week in, week out, you know, it, to me, I get frustrated that I feel like I'm doing nothing. Um, so, you know, when you look at it, you mentioned the likes of Noel Murray, and you know, all. it doesn't surprise them. You know, to me, that's the challenge I feel. with Casey McCullough. You know, Casey McCullough likes taking on jobs that other people who have a high opinion of themselves. Don't want to take on. I'll I'm, take it on. I'll do my best. But if, if it doesn't work out, You know what I mean. But the one thing I'll be sure it is, I'll
0: give it hundred percent. I remember the first time I had the interview. I had the interview. and um, I thought myself it was like, for weeks I put it off. I kept going. To, it was like if Katie McCabe scores a hat trick, I'll go, go into Katie, It'll be easier because I'd seen it on the sidelines. I was like, I don't know whether I want to interview. But from the first instance that I I did interview, the first thing I noticed is that it was all pure football passion, and it was never, uh, never about. Yeah, it was always about the team mentality. That's the one thing I always took away from your interviews. Yeah, well, my back is worse than
1: my bike, I'd love to think, you know, um, from a distance I can look a little bit sorely or aggressive. But um, when you get to know me, it's, it is pure football. It's, it's football mixed with life. And that's the way I say it. It's, you know, the things we do on a football pitch are the things we should be doing in life, you know. We should, we should fight for what we get, you know, it. Just because we want something, we don't go out and say we want that and expect to get it. If you say you want it, well, get out in the pitch and show you want it, you know. And, and to get clear to believe in that, well, then you have to put that in yourself, you know. So, as I say, you can't just talk it, you have to walk the walk, you know. You have to be there every step of the way with with the girls, you know. Because and, and now sometimes you don't believe that, you know, but I do I take every step with the girls. I feel for them when they're hoarding, I'm hoarding and when they're enjoying it. I'm thinking of the next way to get them to enjoy the next place, you know. So it's all about the girls at the end of the day, or if it's a fellow side, so it it's about the team, you know, 100%. And not forgetting, you know, there's also a lot of unrecognised people involved in, in football at all levels who put in the walk and never get to talk on the radio and never get a pick in the paper. But, but they do it all to get the girls on pitch and to, to give them experiences out there that will help them in life, you know, because they don't all make it to the top level.
0: I've won. I'm delighted to see Casey back in the Women's National League. As I said there during the interview, I was intimidated the first time at the interview, and but he put me at ease so easy. And I've done plenty of stuff with him in the past, and I think he's probably the perfect fit for Kilkenny at this time because a lot of people were worried what would happen with so many managers departing, and I think Casey going there for long term. So I'm delighted that he's there, and plus he will really get the best out of the players that's there, and hopefully the results will continue to come. Next up, I speak to Megan Lynch. Okay, at this time I'm joined by Megan Lynch. Megan, welcome to the program. It's been a good season for p so far this year. You must be pleased where you are so far after nine games.
3: It is, yeah. Like, we went into the season, um, we we work. We spent a lot of time in pre-season, just getting things right that we look had a look back at last season. And during pre-season, we tried to work with things that went a bit wrong for us. So we've been taking a game by game, but we started
0: really well. Now we've only are only a few games in, so we're not thinking too far ahead. But um, we've got away this weekend now, so we're preparing well last week and this week for that as well. But uh, teams are going good at the moment, so we're all happy enough in camp. Is it hard? A, is it hard as a team when you're looking at results from last year as well? To and, and losing some players is it hard to keep focused, or was it easy with that group that you have just to stay maintain what you're doing and don't let it get sidetracked by the, the fact of losing players?
3: Yeah, of course. So, like, so obviously at the end of last season we did lose a few players and it, we lost a bit of the as well and it was, it was a shame but the girls were very good. We brought in obviously um, a couple of players as well.
2: So like we we like to say we replaced uh, players um, and they're doing it
3: really well and they really stepped up some the but we're a close group. Uh, that's one thing that stands out with our team spirit. So we all stuck together during the pre-season, put our heads down and worked hard. Just didn't reflect on... What happened during during the off-season and who we lost, we
0: just wanted to focus on this year and focus on the group we have now and um, just work together this year and just give, give it socks with the group we have and we're happy enough with the group we have as well. You spoke about, obviously, Teagan, Ruddy and Ron McLaughlin went to Shelburne and Patra. he also went to Shelburne, but was it important that, as a management, that James and Vinny stayed? Because last season, you see him with Christy leaving as well, it, it was important to get consistency, wasn't it? Yeah, of
3: course, yeah. So, now James has been at the club years uh, now, so he knows um, a good few of the girls really well so to keep James around is, is really good because he knows a lot of the players and he, he's very good with the players and then obviously Vinny would know a good few of us from the MGL and around football and Vinny's been the two of them been at the team for the last couple of years and great, knows what they have a great bond with us as well so to have them too in um step up to, as, as manager and system manager is being brilliant and then obviously we brought Derek in as our goalkeeper coach from the the younger age group and he's been an excellent addition to us as well he's really he's really jealous of the group as well and gets on great with the lads so it's, it's a nice tight group we have going on
0: now but you even see it off the field with the likes of Paul Doyle and Sharon Rice and now since Eleanor Ryan Doyle has come back you've seen even her mother Barbara's getting involved as well Like it's, same, it's, people, it's people who are in and around the group for the right reasons isn't it?
3: yeah like obviously you would see what goes on in the background most of the time as you said with Paul and Sharon and especially barbara ellie's mom she stepped in this year as the kit woman and she's really looking after her. she's done a brilliant job um, and sharon and Paul are there at the club years and the stuff they do for the club is incredible and for herself and they're even they they they, gel, they actually tell ourselves we just we all get on so well together and and it's a shame that people don't see the amount of stuff that paul and sharon and uh, jimmy there's so much more we can name more
0: people and Jay Carey as well it's just a great round club and the, the backroom staff are brilliant last season you left Shelbourne many people were a bit surprised that you decided to go for you personally it was just time for a change? yeah like I, I
3: spent numerous I, know, years at Shells I think with was 6 or 7 years um, obviously I liked Rahini and then they emerged back with Shells and I had an absolute brilliant time I, I loved Shells but I just felt like I was ready for a change I, I was at the club and I, I love my time there but I just wanted to change and a lot of things happened Like game, game time was kind of a massive um, reason to be honest, I kind of, I wasn't getting the game time I was really happy with and even the girls was tough and a lot of my friends were there but I have friends over and they helped, they really helped me uh, come in and I signed with Lisa Castle, I knew her well at the time as well so two of us really gelled in quite quickly and, um, I don't really look back
2: now. I'm, I'm happy with the decision I
0: made, and I, I don't regret it. That was one of my next questions. Actually, was there any regret <laughs> considering Shelburne won the league and won the cup? But you're happy. You're happy considering you've gotten game time now. Yeah, of course. And like, it's it's tough seeing your old team
3: you actually leave. And they went on. They, they had an excellent season. They're absolutely brilliant. Um, and they went on to win the All Ireland and the league. But I, I I left for personal reasons. Um, I I want to the want. I joined P M M so I aimed to win their trophies so
0: that's that's a goal I Unfortunately, I was myself um, at the time when they did win them but in the future anything can happen or hopefully in the future I can win some of them trophies with P Last season as well for P was probably a bit frustrating for yourself. You got injured just before the start of the season when many people expected you to start the first game of the season and then to be injured, you were really put yourself on you're really on the back foot, weren't you? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I didn't get
3: off to a great start now, and a couple of weeks before the season started I like, a bit of a bad injury and it didn't set me nicely up uh, for the season then and the girls had a couple of games then to kind of cement place in the starting 11 and people got their game time and I was only I was trying to come back into a, a squad and a, and a, a squad of eighteen days were playing so well and I found it tough and
2: it wasn't uh, the, I know it was only a short season so I was kind of looking enough but I wasn't I wasn't happy with it when I look back now uh, personally I, I could have done a lot more I could
3: have I gotta tried to push on for a bit extra game time. I just unlucky with the injury. The injury didn't help me at all. But um, coming into this season, I I wanted
2: to make sure that I didn't have a repeat of last year. And um, I had a really good preseason. I felt uh, myself and I started off the season
3: uh, decent enough, so I'm happy at the moment.
0: Three goals as well from your from your first nine league games is quite a good return <laughs> from yourself. Yeah, I'm happy enough now.
3: I did, um I come into this new season now. I wanted to try um help the team now and help.
0: Uh, the girls out uh, in terms of providing for goals and even a few months, I'm looking up to score three this season and I've uh, a few as well so it was go- it's so good at the moment Talking about the P-Mounts the P- Kilkenny game in Green Oak you were disgusted walking off the field that day Amber Barrett scored four she could have easily <laughs> given you <laughs> a late <light> on <laughs> Well I think the last I minute mean, Amber had her hat trick
3: while I was going and uh, I thought she could have squared me but she did end up scoring herself <laughs>
2: i funny,
3: you know, but she said it to her. I said, I just get the game, and I said, you yeah, having a laugh?
0: I said, my mom can't chicken. Amber being Amber, she turns around and told me she was on her fourth, so that's why she took and She got it. So, <laughs> you have to give her a credit. Top goal scorer for a reason. But like, you, that it was it. Was poignant though that, at that late stage of the game, the run you made, and you were just in wide open space, <laughs> and she just said no. Yeah.
3: Drunk and go and score and lucky she did because if she did I would have had a word with <laughs> her. but no it's a team effort and, and um, I'm delighted for Amber she's doing well this season um, as well and she's finding the goals that we the important goals that we
0: need for us so it's helped the team a lot. Is it is it fair to say it's on you a matter of time before international recognition comes her way?
3: Yeah, of course um, she's working out, I know um, she's working hard at the moment and I know Colin's been at a couple of the games and she's working hard now and hopefully uh soon enough she'll get recognised. But um, talking totally for yourself and it's, it's up to us as well, the players around there to help us get recognised. Obviously Heather coming on Your the night was brilliant uh, for the club and for herself. as well 17 years of age coming on. So uh, it'll inspire now other players in the team to try to push on into the squad along with
0: Amber and get a few names in the squad and not just Heather. But how important, as you said there about Colin coming to watch games, it must be extremely important for the fact that to see the Irish international manager at your games standing on the sidelines. Does it, spur, does it spur the players on even more to put in a better performance? Um, I'd like to think so. Like it's it's, it's great to have not calling at all the games this year. And uh, knowing he, like paying a major interest into the uh, into the
3: league and wanting to go out and have a look at every player and giving a lot of players a chance. now this year calling um, younger girls in stuff. So, so it's great to have them uh, at the games. And I'd like to think some of the girls would try push on and. Uh, they want it, they want it to improve to us that they're good enough. So it, it probably has helped us. He was at our uh, game I think where uh, we've had a very good performance then he was at the game then against Court during night. We put another very good performance in, got a two nil win. So listen, there's a there's a lot of girls that like, personally I think on, on, on the fringes at the moment and they're, they're looking for a call up so it yeah, will inspire them to keep playing the way they're playing and um help us get more wins in the league now.
0: Just on the league for on the league itself it's fair to say this year is probably the most competitive league.
3: Yeah, it's great. It's uh, started off very well and I must say even Kilkenny today, it was an absolute brilliant result in a delighted for Katie and all the girls. But uh, the way the league's gone this year, it's good, obviously, Shells, um, Shells, UCD, Wexford ourselves are tied up the top and we all want to be winning every game but you see teams slipping up this year and it's just up on points and it's only good for the league. I know teams want to be winning every game but... I think a close league is makes it more entertaining and tra- attracts more people to the league as well and gets good crowds into the game Known to to be a, a good match. I, I was at myself in the UCD game last week and I did notice there was a lot of people in the crowd knowing that it was going to be a tight and exciting game and it turned out to be a very good one with a one-all draw.
0: You look at that game in particular, um... That was the second game in consecutive weeks that the FAI have streamed games on their social media websites. With, with, with Ireland being a non you'd say a non dominant women's sports country where the women's sports doesn't get as much coverage as it possibly deserves, there are things that maybe if you can't get a television deal, that should be looking to do more often. Yeah, of course, it's a great deal, the FAI are really um, putting a
3: lot into the league this year. I've noticed, and even yourself and a lot of other um, people have taken a great interest into the league, and we want that. And we want to be able to like make a big name for the league, and uh, it's great that the FBI have come on board and they're doing them live streams, and it's great. And hopefully, it will bring more attraction to the league because that's what we want. We want to expand the league. We want to make it bigger and well known, and have everyone um, watching this because we <laughs> we take a lot of time out of our days and um, into our team. We train you know, with team we train twice a week and in the weekends and. It's out of our own time, so we want we want people to recognise it then.
0: This season, is it too early to call Puma uh, title contenders, or is that the ultimate aim? Uh, I think I think they'll be a push at the moment now. And um, we
3: last that our uh, last game was um in half through the season, so there's a lot of games left. And anything can happen, Erna, we started off well. We're happy enough. the think they're gone at the moment, but um, anything happen, we've a lot of tough games. There's another tough game against Galway this weekend, but we won't look. It's only, as I said, it's only half by trail.
0: we won't look at the tight range like that. It's not taking it a game by game and seeing what happens. So we'll focus again the three points there. Next again, Darren uh, Aime's easy and then we we'll look ahead next game after that. It's interesting that um every time I speak to James Earl he always tells me that the likes of Shelburne, and Westford and UCD are possibly just a step above us at the moment. But it's where you're aiming to be and that you're he you, you wants to stay ahead of Cork. So like... Even if you have a manager who's conservative at the moment, does that help the girls? Because it takes the pressure off. Yeah, like obviously, we're, t- we're top of the table at the moment, and we're we're doing great. But West,
2: Aussie, uh, Shell, the title holders, and West have won uh, the last two years, and New
3: heroes here with all with um, the big names on their team. So it is it's a tough task, but we started off very good, and the way things happen, we're top of the table at the moment. But um, if I was going to gonna say, it's probably
0: between. Sheld, like Shell UCD and Westford still pushing at the moment and we'll stay in and around there as much as we can and see what happens but like you look at your team in itself you spoke about Heather Payne she's only 17 some of the other youth, youth players coming through Dorian Fahey still hasn't made her Women's National League debut Louise Masterson it's quite a young squad added to a bit of experience and this squad is only going to get better with more time isn't it yeah definitely I think we would have probably one of the youngest squads around in the league and um, there's a few older girls um, there to help us on with
3: the experience, we have, like, say like we are Catherine, we cards and we have Claire Kinsley, who has experienced a lot in the game the last couple of years, and then there's a couple of younger ones as well, coming through, so um, in terms of de- development, like, we it, there's a great youth there, and our team is so young, and we can only improve, like, this is just the start of the team, and so hopefully in a couple of years down the line, we're, we're a team to beat, but at the moment, we're, um, we're just developing, we're developing every week, and just trying to gradually uh, improve every week in the league, and it's quite. We uh, signed there, Karla, Darren, and Lulu there because we're going D- uh, Lulu and Karla have made their debuts already on the team, and the, the trade has worked really well. One doing well in training, they, they fit in perfectly and they're, they're playing well. So it pushes us on as well um, to play better because they're going to fight for places now in the team because they have the quality and they have
0: the termination and the, the talent. So it, it's good for us. It, it keeps us on our toes as well. Um. How much confidence do you take from last season that you were right in the league contention up until the 2nd last game of the season? where maybe some the drop points in the drawn game against UCD at home the draw against Cork or, uh, sorry against Galway away were possibly two results that let you down coming towards the end of the season but how yeah. much confidence do you take from it yeah possibly um, uh, last year probably it was down to inexperience.
3: experience if, if I'm honest we're a young team we, we started off as well great right last season uh, just like we had this season and the last couple of games we did uh, slip up and it Got a few draws and and uh, it did affect us uh, going for the league. But we are happy enough. Like we did end, up, we we came third and we're in around the top for as much as possible during the year. And it's um, coming this season now. It, it gave us a lot of confidence coming into this season that it is we are capable of beat the top teams and we are capable of being in and around the top and um, keep ships Ch- like to shells, D C D and uh, Weston on their toes. So. It, a game with great confidence and
2: it's just going to
0: develop as uh, it well coming into this season I know earlier on the season you were given the victory against Shelburne in the game that finished the draw so I mean, James himself doesn't even claim that as, as, an, as a proper victory he, he calls it a pa- uh, paperwork issues but if you look at the game in Talca Park that was one that you can really say we can mix it with these top sides when they're on form definitely and um, yeah, uh, we were we we're looking and I have just said these we drew through all their shells and uh, just with a bit of background issues, we, we got three
3: points so like we took it at the time, but this time we wanted to really go out against shells and prove that we can get the three points um, on the day and we did. We we went out with a game plan and the game plan came off in the day and we, we got that one nil win. Now um it wasn't the prettiest win that, that we could have ever got, but at the end of the day we got the one nil win after ninety minutes and we we're over the million and it gave us so much confidence knowing that we can do it
2: because I know we've lost two games this season to Wexford and UCD but we're close we there's still no one now so
3: it shows everyone in the league that we, we are capable of doing that, and we're, we're at the top now at the moment for a reason because
0: we're, we're capable of beating them top teams so we just have to keep keep got that momentum now going forward. Just looking at, at this weekend's games that have just gone by, the fact that Shelburne and Wexford and UCD and Cork were called off on Piedmont's bye week, does that help p for the fact that you already have the points on the board and when your boy week came that the sides weren't playing that they'll have to play maybe a midweek game whereas you won't have that extra midweek game Yeah well to be honest we actually
3: we didn't really look at that way um, we know that uh, we had the bye this weekend and it was, it was probably a good time for to set us down after two great wins and the team like the team that them two games we probably played midweek it would be a good chance to us all to get it and watch them but we to be honest we didn't even think like that already if I'm honest um, but uh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably a bit of a bit about having the, the other teams having to play games now during the weekend there's a shame that they were called off but obviously the international uh, come first and it's, it's, great, it's a good thing that they were called off it shows that a lot of players from each team are in the international squad the games have to be called off so it's only good for the teams
0: as well Just looking you say Galway away away the weekend today we're looking to bounce back after especially the result against Kilkenny Yeah, of
3: course um, Kilkenny of caused um, it's a great a, a big upset today and as I said earlier to and um, I'm delighted for them. So I Katie's ready to come in. He's done really well. West, or Galway, sorry. Um, he's got to be disappointed. So I think next week is a massive game for them. And it's going to be an even tougher game now for us. Because uh, they're coming off of 1-0 feed against Kilkenny. So it'll be a tough game next week. And uh, they'll be to go. And they just we got that pitch today. They're raring to go to get you know, pitch against us next week. And pr- prove to everyone in the league that uh,
0: today was just a... Just a it didn't to put them on a the day. So well, it'll be a tough game next week. I'm looking forward to it. But like they've already beaten UCD this season, which shows that despite some bad results, they're still capable of big performances. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we spoke about how tight the league is this year, and anything can happen. Like anyone can be able beat anyone. And as I said, they beat UCD one week, and could they lose, could kind of couple weeks later, it's anything can have the league wide open and it's crazy. Casey McQuillan being a former manager of yours, how good is it to see him back in the league? Yeah, it's great. And yeah,
3: I had Casey um, as my manager at Shelburne and um, at Roheen and he was also my MGL manager there for a couple of years. Casey's a great lad, he's a very good coach and manager, and it's, it's great that he's back in the league, and I'm delighted with him, and uh kind of gained, gained a great manager there, and it's, it's, he has so much knowledge and experience, also with the Champions League, and so he's so doing well with girls at the moment, and the girls are really playing for him, and it shows today um, how much he can do in a couple of weeks with the, with the group he has at the moment, and, Hopefully i
0: will continue for them. Even looking at the the Wexford result as well from where they only lost 2-0. They were nil all up until I think it was a 70-odd minute. They're huge results in itself. They are, yeah. And from what I heard, the game, Kenny did play very well and they seem very organised at the moment. They're, they're playing
3: for each other and they're playing for K- uh, Casey as well. And uh, obviously they're working hard training, and it's coming off as you can see in the pitch. And obviously it's not ideal that they didn't want to lose 2-0. But to hold Wexford for that long and it was a shame that they could see them two goals. But it's, it's great, and then they, they obviously came off that result and got a, their first win in the league today. So I stay it's fair to
0: play to them and for them. to hope they continue to put in form and get a couple of results in the league, but hopefully not against the league. Anyway. Just one final thing though to talk to you about, Megan. Not many people know you're a diabetic. And playing football at a high level—it must be a hard thing to do, is it? Yeah, well, yeah. It, it
3: is in, in some cases. Um, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of prep. If you want to say, I've been doing. I was diagnosed diabetes there when I was five. I was playing pain sports all my life, and as as time goes on, you kind of you learn how to balance the ball down. ends. So say like on match day, I know myself how to prepare, make sure my sugar levels are right going into the match because they weren't right and I put in a bad form, and it could be down it could be down to sugar levels. And I form the depends would depend on time than what my sugar levels would be. Well, to be honest, I've been doing it so long now, and um, I have got it. But I think I have a balance as well, and it doesn't bother me. People say to me, like, say hey, how do you do, but it's absolutely nothing for myself. It's you know, just part of my life. Like, I forget that other people just don't have to in I just think it's normal to do it, and I, it's okay, you know. It's not ideal. Like, it's not something you'd like to have, um, when you're playing top level, but like uh, it's, it's
0: capable of doing. It, and so far, I'm fine, and I'm still I'm still playing. So does your um. Just the likes of, see the way now that the teams get the likes of these sports drinks for free off the, off the sponsorship deal with the FAI having in place. Does things like that, can you take things like that during a match? Yeah, so say like a half an hour
3: before the game or before a walk, I'd always check my sugar levels are to see where I stand. So depending on what my sugar levels be I either need, I may need, uh, you could say, oh, I, if, if I don't, then I may need to take my sugar levels down, which would consist of water, like hydration and stuff like that. So... Not, it just all depends.
0: Like I can't. It's not as if I'm not let's but It's just all about. It. it just depends on what my sugar levels are at the time. Nick, I remember you used to seeing you drinking. Lucas, uh, like even the, the fizzy one sometimes, and I used to think, why is she drinking this? But now it yeah. actually it makes sense that you're drinking so close to a game. <laughs> so it's not. It would be like an idea to drink, 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 uh, to drink before a game or an fizzy drink, but it's whatever. Sort of because impact things to say my sugar levels for I a game just I need something sort of quick release
3: into my body uh, sugar release so luke say is the go to there is hockey form as well I tend to take a lot of time and then even a piece of fruit or a couple of jellies and uh, Barbara our kid woman is great for all that it's always ate every before a game so if ever I need anything it's always there for myself and all the girls are wear of my diabetes stuff as well so everyone uh, helps out as well so it's, it's great
0: you, like Even poke, would there be specific things that you need to do straight after a game? Because obviously, you're going to be at times going to be dehydrated after a game. So, is it important that things just is there important things you do straight after a game? Yeah, so I'd, I, even at half time, I'd always have to come in at half time and uh, check my no sugar is deep, like where they stand. Because obviously, I've actually been running for the
3: full uh, 45 round, running majority of it, so my sugar levels will have. Rocky book. So I have to I have to reenergize for the second half, and then when the game ends, I'd always
0: check my the, the game to see how much carbs I need to get because carbs are a big uh part diabetic diet. So it all depends on sugar level how much carbs I have to take intake after the game. It, it seems like it's something that if you weren't committed, it could be something that could easily get on top of you. do could it? Yeah,
3: hundred percent. And if you like. You're in the hospital every couple of months for checkups. The doctor is constantly, if you like, it's something has to keep your like your, your lifestyle, your lifestyle has to be 100 around your diabetes. If you let if, if you let it, affect it, it can it can affect you a lot. Like if you, I don't know, people totally, it can affect your eyesight. Even your going down to your like it can affect your feet, like all, all parts of your body. So it's not that flashy. I want to, don't want don't want to do effect affect, affect the parts of my body. So, so that's why I have to keep close uh, contact or a uh, close and um, I, I the doctors in the hospital are aware of my sport and so they're very good to me as well and he- how to, they help me on how to uh, treat it in, in accordance to working it
0: with football. One final question, just away from the diabetes. When are we going to see the next pair of flashy boots on Megan Lynch? <laughs> uh,
3: well to be honest, the
2: ones that I have at the moment now, I'm very fond of them and they're, they're, they have me playing reasonably okay so... I'm happy enough
0: with them at the moment, and I'm not sticking them yet, but it feels like I'm sticking them now. It'll probably be in a couple, couple of months down the line. I'll have to think of a new colour now. I'm running out of colours, to be honest, but uh, I will find a colour that I haven't gotten yet. Megan, thanks very much for your time. <laughs> no worries, Aaron. Thank you, million. Unfortunately, folks, that's all we have time for on this week's show. A big thanks to Casey McQuillan and Megan Lynch for giving me some of their time. You can now find us on both SoundCloud and iTunes at the WNL show. And if you would like to suggest a guest, Please feel free to tweet us or get us on Facebook at The WNL Show, and we'll be happy to oblige. Thanks for now. Bye-bye.